Welcome to the 10th Year Seniors Podcast Network. This is Off the Turnbuckle. are back for part four of the WrestleMania Four Tour, um, and I'd like to say I don't I don't like to say it, but I remember in our one of the pods that we did, my my question was, "Oh, what if Cody loses?" Oh boy, I can tell you exactly. What the podcast <laughs> I was podcasting during WrestleMania preview. And we took a whole 10-minute segment and I gave a whole monologue about why this is one of the most important things that have happened in wrestling. It's not a question if Cody would lose. It's a question of what the celebration is going to be like. You did say that. Yeah. And you then did we say had that. Sunday. And here we are. <laughs> and then we had Sunday followed by Monday, which is, yeah. I that's... think the, the follow-up with Monday is the worst part about all of this. Mm. I think that's, that's where the real sting comes. Because so, I was disappointed, but well, let me say that I was shocked, but not disappointed. But then Monday came, and it's like, oh lord! So <laughs> now I can't I mean, even have faith in where the story. Can I go. just assumed that if you listen to this podcast, yeah. that you've at the very least watched Mania and plus or minus watched Raw. I mean, you didn't even have to watch Mania. That's how big of a story everything since then. Oh no, it was. If it you, was. If, if, you, Fox, if yeah. you were just not living under a rock, if you just. You know, somewhat look at social media from a distance. You would know everything that's going on in the worldwide wrestling entertainment. That's true. Like I've I've heard people who don't watch wrestling mention that much. I and, and, and mention everything that's one of the after that. One of the YouTube the shows I watch can somewhat consistently consistently is the John Campier show. Uh-huh. And to hear them rant about Cody losing the main event. Of yeah, no, media, it, it was. It's like it was, but. But before we get like deep into that, can I just say like that actually shows how big and magnificent that match in itself. Like ending outcome aside, like it shows like the gravity that that match had behind it. That it really said shockwaves. Shockwave. I, mean, I, I think what it proves too, though, is just the the reach that yeah. wrestling has now. Mm. Like I I remember um when. One of the, I guess when we first started doing collectively, I think it was Ricardo and me first, and then eventually Javon added in. When we first started doing off the turnbuckle, you know, especially in our environment, you you get this feeling like this it's this thing that you talk about in a corner amongst uh, yourselves. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and it's funny because now here we are, you know, and it's having this level of cultural relevance right. that mm. extends well beyond you know just the core wrestling fan group. Um, and I think that's an interesting part of the entire, like the overall conversation as to how that plays in one way or another into the results of the weekend. Um, but, you know, I, I think we, we're, we're going to get to, I don't know, do we want to start with the main event or do we want to? I mean, it, it is so the elephant in the so room now. So, yeah. that, so that's the thing you have to start with. That's the thing that set everything uh-huh. else off because persons were in a space where, some of the outcomes from Saturday and Sunday, yeah. they were on the fence with. Mm-hmm. But they right. accepted it. Right. And then the main event happened, and then Monday that happened, and then it just started a snowball effect where 
everything that you were somewhat trying to accept, mm-hmm. you uh-huh. realize like, nah, it's no point to accept, and this is too much for me to deal with. Right. I need to address it. So let, okay, okay. So let's let's take a step back to the early part of Sunday before WrestleMania started. The rumor started to leak out that Endeavor was going to be the the actual yeah. purchaser of WWE mm-hmm. and creating this new company under which I think it was UFC. more so Saturday than no Saturday. Was it? Sunday. I think it was no, Sunday. it was Saturday because Triple H started to address it in the. No, that was the post. That was the post night two. Press no, it, no, it was you know, post night. I think it was. It was, one. It, it was Sunday Sa- because no, Sami and Kevin was there, and they started to talk about it a, 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 a no, bit. It was Sunday night. Go and watch. Go and watch. Go and watch. The I, I remember being stunned that they asked Heyman and Roman the question. That was on and night two after. Yeah, yeah, that was, was the day. That was the it day. Had to be Sunday. It had to. Be. No, it was definitely Saturday because uh, I I took some time to watch the. Post uh, card press conference. You know what? The rumor was Saturday. Yeah, I think it became it became official on Sunday. Yeah, because Triple H that's, told everybody yeah, to. A, no, yeah, I it think, became I think official on Monday. No, no, but we had heard it. The like, rumor, November, the rumor started. Sunday, it was Sunday. No, the rumor started on Saturday night. I specifically remember yeah. Triple H having to field a couple of questions about it, and he uh, cautioned the crowd to just let things play out. Yeah, yeah. That they would deal with it in due course. And that's how it was handled. I think that's, I think that's right. I think the, the and then into Sunday as we got closer and closer to the seven o'clock yeah. hour, it became yeah, more yeah, aware yeah. that everything was starting to be locked up, and this mm-hmm. is actually the real thing. Oh, and during time. the actual card, everybody was like, "But yeah, announcement coming tomorrow." All, all, all elements are lined up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, semantics aside, over the course of the weekend, this thing became. You know, a yeah. part of the conversation of WrestleMania weekend. And I think final confirmation came definitively Monday morning was the actual news report. Right. Um, and it was the post and they had Vince on some some different spaces with Nick Khan. Yeah. 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 So anyway, that was um, that was his name. Ariel. Ariel. Yeah. Ariel. Ariel. Okay. Okay. Ariel. Havani. However you pronounce the first name. So. I guess the first question I have as we dissect the main event mm-hmm. do you think that the purchase had anything to do with the outcome of sunday night i mr i'll i'll say i think from what i've read because I've, I've dived deeply into this just looking for anything <laughs> <laughs> i it's it, it seems that this was an ending that hunter himself had already agreed and signed off on so i feel like this would have been the outcome Regardless, right. there's now in, there's information yeah. that indicated that this was the mm-hmm. plan from weeks ago. Right, that um they had just made that decision. Yeah, like you said, weeks ago, mm-hmm. but not probably all of talent knew yet of what was happening. But a few in the company I know. Now I think where the real where the the issue comes in now is everything that follows after that. Right, is it was this now based upon Hunter or was this based now? The, the, the acquisition, right? Et cetera. Uh-huh. From my standpoint, yeah. I view it like this: What happened in the main event that was decided two weeks ago, in, in mm-hmm. the sense of the actual finish, right? Mm-hmm. Roman beating Cody was decided by the company mm-hmm. Hunter and his group weeks ago. Right. I think the process and how we got to that finish was impacted by the sale. What I'm what I'm saying is mm-hmm. this: If you watch the ins and outs of that match, it had all of the elements of the story thus far. The interference by the Usos, mm-hmm. the interference by 
Asami and KO interference. Right, right, Solo being ejected. All that built into the story. Where the narrative now changes is the impact on how Cody handled it. Cody's reaction made me realize that he knew it was a lot more than him just not winning this match. Mm -hmm. His reaction showed me that he took time to savor the moment because he has no idea when this would be the case again. He has the idea that is no prediction of, oh, I'm going to go to SummerSlam, I'm going to go to Survivor Series, mm-hmm. and next meeting I'm going to be right back in this mm-hmm. spot. His reaction was more of a, we, we call it the John Cena effect. Him having gone this long ride to get back to where he needed to be. And we all know going into that process with Cena, it was Cena now, quote-unquote, somewhat, you know, jobbing out to get to a bigger goal years yeah, yeah. down the line. Well, it wasn't years down the line. It was the next year. I mean, the next year, following year. The specific reference that Ricardo is making is yeah. is the Mania match with The Rock, yeah. which Cena lost the first one, and then in between that Mania and the next Mania, Rock won the title from CM Punk at the Rumble, and then Cena then challenged The Rock the following year, mm-hmm. and he won the title back and got his win back against The Rock. Why? Well, I, well, I said a couple of years because on that on that actual title run, that Cena won the following WrestleMania. The story wants to play it out a bit. Him being the Hollywood guy and everything, he accused The Rock of. He actually became yeah, became those, right, those right. So that's yeah. why I said. So if you take uh, okay, in consideration okay. all of that and you watch Cody's reaction, it was almost like he was soaking up the moment to reflect on. I think I've done what I'm supposed to do. This may be the mountaintop that I die on. This may it's all of his arms now. It it, yeah. it it just seemed like that when you add all the factors together, and then we moved into Monday Night with. Roman coming out, Triple H giving him the the quote unquote uh, leadership nod, basically saying you know run the show and all of that, and then we move into Cody making yeah. the appearance to then do the uh, um, discussion with Roman and then About Brock. Rematch, yeah, rematch right? he's, the tag team. Yeah, so all that he discussed the, the interference and the now you like, have to go you. to a point yeah. where. I know it ain't guaranteed. Now I have to slot this long climb back to the top, and I yeah. don't know if I'm ever gonna get yeah. there again. Right. So all of that builds up into the idea to me. That Cody was made aware of the finish, him being told that, hey, the way this is going to go after this, the story might reflect this, the story might do this, and he just wasn't sure. Right. So yeah. the whole hug my kid before getting in the ring, heal my family, no, 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 you, you never, never know. No, you never right. know. You never know what's the direction. So, oh, go ahead. No, I, I was going to say, I feel a bit more of the, the interference, if you want to say, from the acquisition comes later on on the Monday night when... Brock gets included, right? Because I, I feel right. Because I, I felt like Hunter did want the whole redemption arc, right? The downtrodden hero. I think he, he wanted Cody to go through, through that gauntlet. But how the process of doing it, right. I think was was shifted a lot, right? Especially because you know the company, the it's the parent company of the UFC. Right. You know, um, Roman Vince was made a lot of rewrites. You know, Brock is Vince's guy. So it now is a matter of like where was the pivot, right? And you yeah. don't know where this goes, right? Right. It's this thing where, in some ways, as wrestling fans, we're we're expected to you know you you wait and see and you watch how the story mm-hmm. develops and how it progresses. Yeah. Um. Which obviously we are we don't we don't know where this is going, right? right. Because there's mm. there's questions as to whether or not you know the mania after all was a one off with Vince being that heavy handed in his involvement. I mean these are the questions that are there are out questions, there, right? no yeah. There these are, are questions those are, that are, those out are there. things are, that as as cynical yeah. wrestling fans, right? When we lean into the cynical side of it, yeah. we will say we just expect the worst. But now. see, hmm. for you to define it as hmm. I mean to an extent we are cynical wrestling fans. But I, I think this goes on 
I, this goes a step beyond just our cynical reaction. I think this has more to do with the culture coming to the realization that there is better. We saw what better was. No, but on Vash, like, yeah. even, even if you include Brock, there's a better way. Because I felt that they should have went ahead with the match. Mm-hmm. They should have did the match because it was a big moment. Like you that. haven't had Brock on Raw in forever. Roman hasn't wrestled on Raw in forever. Mm-hmm. Him tagging with Cody. That's a, that, that was like that. Before we got to that point with Brock, like that kind of rejuvenated the air a bit of the loss. It's like, oh, so we're about to get Cody and Brock in a tag. Like, okay, let's see where this goes. Like, we, yeah. I, I can figure, but, like, we all thought the F5 listen, was coming, right? At, at, we, about, yeah. at about 9 o'clock, I think I had message in the WhatsApp group, this night is ending with Cody taking you know, No, we, yeah, we can, we we can see that. It. Yeah. I, I remember checking Twitter in between mm-hmm. when Brock came out and before the, the, the main event segment came on, there were multiple people who was like, this night is obviously ending with Cody taking that five. But so we we understand that this is the only end point. And that's why and that's why I always harken back to the point. Cody's reaction in the ring told mm. more than any part of that match. Because Cody's reaction post match reflected where the entire locker room was you don't with know. this merger. Because don't forget, we went yeah, into fair. WrestleMania yeah. weekend with the rumors around that, hey, that there could be a sale announced in a couple mm. of months. Mm. So well, it could be a sale this weekend. It could be some sort of stuff going on. And granted, you know, as much as there's an announcement of a sale, there's an entire process that has to be gone through, yes. right? So meaningfully, this is not a real thing until a lot of different financial and share considerations and all of those things happen mm-hmm. in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know in this environment, we'll, we'll look at it and treat it as though this is something that is already at its end point, when really it's just at like... A major milestone along the pathway. Now, before we dive too deeply into Monday night, because Monday night is its own separate thing. Yeah. Um, for a lot of different reasons. Um, (laughs) what I what I want to ask Uh is absent Monday night. So let's 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 pretend that this is midnight, one a.m. Sunday night. Mania has ended. Fresh off of the ending of the main event. Do you think that Cody losing was the right call? (sighs) Who? Um. Okay, no. See, personally, 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 me. I'm going back to the night. Personally, for me, no. And here's why, right? I felt like, even though I still feel there's a story that can be told that brings him back there, I feel like that was such a moment in time that you can't replicate because everybody, everybody with an, in anticipation of Cody raising those belts. Mm-hmm. I I feel like that was genuinely the first the first time in a ve- like since my purest stages of being a wrestling fan <laughs> of where the veil was still on, I had no idea what was going on that mm-hmm. I was genuinely shocked and surprised at an ending. Like I did not anticipate Cody losing that night and I felt though you can get back to him Getting the belt, like that moment can't be replicated of what would have happened if he had won that won, match, won that, that, match night. that night. Caught him. For me, I I always view wrestling in clusters. Mm-hmm. And when I say clusters, mm-hmm. I'm referring to when you have a dominant champion like Roman, yeah. there's a pattern his matches normally take. Mm-hmm. I why I expected mm. Cody to win had more to do with the fact that I did not believe Hunter would tease us three times. Mm-hmm. The Drew match 
in yeah. I think it was I Ireland or Scotland, yeah. one of them yeah. in the UK. I can agree with that. Mm-hmm. It took the same route. Mm-hmm. We're gonna tease the home crowd, make them think that the guy's gonna win, and then mm-hmm. at the last moment just snatch it from them. Right. Yeah. That the affected solo, me emotionally. Right. Exactly. We moved into the exact same format when he took on Sami in Montreal. Mm-hmm. One of the best matches Sami's ever put on. One of the best I, matches Roman has ever put on. Mm-hmm. Just to be snatched from hey. us at the very yeah. last moment. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Or I, I, I could not accept the fact that Hunter would do this a third time. Cody is not from L.A., but the Hollywood mantra of him, the idea of being the American dream, it fits into that California culture. Mm-hmm. He is as Hollywood as we've seen since yeah. seeing in The Rock in that sense. Right. Being able to relate to the general audience. Mm-hmm. So to have Triple H do it in LA, WrestleMania weekend after building up, us thinking this is the homecoming of Dusty's son, this is the ultimate goal. He did the Stone Cold podcast. Mm-hmm. He did every major wrestling show saying that the reason I came back to WWE is for this yeah. belt. Now he has a shot. Doing the Royal Rumble win, being the last man in, overcoming everything, and then yuck right from us. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. I, 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 I just didn't want to believe Triple H could do that to us. Yeah. Right. So that's why I like, never expected Cody to lose this I, match. I stared at But you've not answered the question. Okay. To so answer the question would no. be to say this. Cody had so much potential post-winning this match if he had won. You guys have the narrow view that he had nothing to offer. I saw the Heyman tweet that where would his story go? Yeah, I don't agree with that part, though. He is the story. I don't agree with that It part. had no... Yeah. It, there was no need to try and build up a challenger. The idea of him winning the belt and being able to go on the road for two months to celebrate the fact that he did this thing over the quote-unquote tribal chief, the mountain in WWE right mm-hmm. now, that was the story. We don't have to generate an opponent to have a story. Roman has never had a major opponent... That generated the story. Roman and his story was the story. Yeah. The bloodline was... A, that's so good. I don't that's understand a, where that's this a, narrative that's is a coming good, from. That's a good... That's so, a good okay. Good so, uh, allow me to, to fill in the blanks, right? Yeah. So, from my perspective, one, Cody's not Roman, right? Cody is not... Well, when you say that, what do you mean? As in, Cody's not somebody whose story, yeah, in and of himself, sense. could subsume WWE for three my years in the, way, in the way that Roman did, right? Hear me out. Hear me oh, out. Go on, go Hear on. me out. So, uh-huh. to an extent, I understand the concern of now that he is reached at the mountain top. Let me tell you what I what, what I foresaw with Cody. Right. Right. I feel like and one I think of, that's what one, really of should... one of two things yeah, was going to happen had Cody won. Right. Right. You either were going to get a situation where that moment was the, the was the defining point. And everything else that came after was not going to match up, live up, is not going to follow. It's not going to be able to follow that. Oh because you have that as, especially when you have it as finished the story, right? Number two, I think the other option was, and this is my thing. To me, if Cody won, they would have needed to, within three to six months, turn him heel. Because I think face Cody in that role of having won the belt, they do the whole thing of bringing back the winged eagle design. They do all of that or, or encompassing I, it in a new way, right? What then happens next? Because he is not this sub. That story works with Roman because there's so many interlayered connections between Cody, Dusty, Roman, Heyman. I, I got you. I got you. I know where you're coming from. Let me let me I, ask I, a question because uh, I feel like we're doing a bit of recency bias with this nonsense. We we treated like Norman, uh, just me, Norman. We treated like Roman's reign 
has been the norm in WWE. Has it's been not. the norm no, in wrestling. Absolutely not. So why do we imagine like we stumble upon this? This wasn't crafted. This wasn't chiseled yeah, out. But this people, wasn't but elegantly people, designed. But then people were going to complain that no, you did all on, this at all. Cody got with the three-man arm with the title. But see, you're not listening I, to what I'm saying. That's also why I asked how long you're, you're not listening to the belt. We're Go treating ahead. this as if, and I'm a Patriot fan. I'm a Laker fan. My no, teams, Roman is not the standard. Hold on. My team's winning clusters. Roman has now become the standard. But the problem with that is we fall into this belief that every reign needs to be like what we see from Roman. We've never seen this before. But this is no. But see, okay. So this I'll, goes. You said that. But this goes yes. to my point, right? Oh, and this, this is actually. Marks after. I think for me, this is <clears> where <throat> I, I, I understand where WWE landed with not having Cody win. Right. I understand what Paul said. And, and I will, I will I say from this perspective. I will say from this perspective, right? Yes, you cannot, you cannot expect the next guy. To be Roman Reigns, right? I, I get that, but at the same time, I feel like you you have to be able to. Th- this this is the corner that they've painted themselves into, right? This is the Mark. same corner that they no. Hear me out. This is the same corner that they painted themselves into when they had Rock hold. Sorry, Brock hold the Universal Title for almost I think a year and a half to close to two years, right? Yeah, right. The issue they ran into is. Who dethrones Brock? Right. And he ran through everyone. The only person you had was Roman, right? And now you come to this point, right? And you have. I but think Roman is like, in a worse I, situation. I don't know that. I don't. No, Roman yeah. is now. It is a worse situation yeah. because he's run through the entire roster. Essentially, mm-hmm. anybody that could be a main event talent, he's beaten them all. He's literally beaten them all. Yeah. Right. So I can understand from one perspective. Then yes, this is why you have Cody beat him and you have a reset of that championship scene but then it's like okay we have this sale we have all of these things happening you kind of want it to be this guy because roman is more of a draw his story is going to do more i i just think is the, this it, is me having having clearly so, understood that roman losing the titles and even like even having the usos retain the titles was going to be a more interesting story right but I just feel that's, like I, I could wrap the my head around how the hell do <laughs> um, we end this? Because yeah. they took forever to figure out how to take it off of Brock. And how now, even more so, when you have somebody who's had the belt for almost three years. So this leads me into a, a question I've been, um, but I wanted to ask. And I said, I wasn't sure if I was going to ask it. But since we were here, you kind of brought it too. Do you think there should be, a, well, do what do you think there should be a cap? On how long a person has to no because mm-hmm. no, no because you no. run in, you, you run into run. Si- all right not necessarily right. just let it run you all run right. into situations where mm-hmm. the narrative writes itself mm-hmm. that's why I keep saying like we treating this Roman mm-hmm. thing like it's magnificent we, because it was you, designed you, you that felt way more like the narrative let itself to have him I don't think this reign was designed to be two and a half and that's what I'm saying this is something that we've never seen before accident that they kind of stumbled into in that it worked. Right, because it didn't work, and this okay. So this is my this is my counterpoint right. to my own self. Right, yeah. I do also feel like you have to pull the trigger at some point. I don't think there's anybody else on the roster that could be that other than Cody, unless you're going back to Brock. And I don't think we in a situation where you could go back to Brock and the fans would eat it or accept it. Right, so I think from that perspective, yes. All in all, I do think that they made the wrong call. I think the right call here was to have Cody win. Whatever the repercussions of that, be damned, because it gets you out of this. Mm-hmm. By having Cody lose, you now there was a 
see you have the shock thing right like when brock beat undertaker but mm-hmm. you had a deflation at the end of that wrestlemania night too like you didn't come out of the weekend going like oh like this was such a great weekend of wrestling you had that in the back of your mind but that initial thing for me was just like it is such a conundrum it's so like, weird because, because sorry, this is sorry. this is not your sorry. expectation yeah, yeah. And it feels like you literally sucked the air out of the entire story. No, you sucked joy out of it. And I think that's far too much. And this is why Monday is so important coming off of Sunday. Because never before have we seen, well, not in my lifetime, Mm -hmm. we've seen the kind of collective joy amongst the universe for one particular time. Oh, no, yeah. Mm -hmm. We've not seen, like, the closest we've come is Daniel Bryan. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to... But that Daniel Bryan run... I don't think it even compares. That Daniel Bryan run was, again, something organic, and we we somewhat came along to it at the end. That was happenstance. Yeah, right. That wasn't wasn't planned the same way this Roman three-year run hasn't been planned. This Cody thing gave the collective universe joy in the belief that, bro, this story has been so good, this is the only way it could end. Right, so right. for you to then avoid that just for the mere premise of we're not going to give you what you want was almost uh-huh. like, bro, it's it's like watching a movie where everybody could agree that this character should die. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden you say, hey, not only did this character live, but we've been trying to tell an order from this character's perspective the uh-huh. entire time. You pull a swerve where there was no swerve needed right. and you lose the entire... It's like an end Night Shyamalan movement. Right, <laughs> like you just do it because yeah, no, no, you you swerve for swerve's sake. And then when you when you when you put the cherry on top of everything that happened post that, it was almost like not only that we lose the joy from Sunday night, oh, you, everything you that stamp we stamp it out. This completely. is this is oh, everything yeah. that we've ever enjoyed about this run. There was a way to you're not parking that into a, box, a way to solve it. To that. Parking that far away right. and then lighting whatever you park it into on fire no. and yeah. making us. Well, you know, you know what it is. You know what's a, a good reference point for this. This is like when they packed up the Spirit Squad. DX packed them up in the boxes. That's crazy. And send them back to developmental. That's, that's crazy. essentially what they've done with that's Cody. That's crazy. Right? That's funny. By having, <laughs> by having Brock destroy him uh, the way he did. Because that's the thing. No, yeah. It wasn't like it was one. See, and, yeah. and this is the thing. I think for wrestling fans, had and, and this is to Javon's point, had the match happen and Brock just decided after the match was done, he could just F5 Cody and leave, I think... There would have been a di- like we that would have been more acceptable. Yeah, it's the level of destruction because their their viewpoint yeah. is this is your favorite. We are crushing him and bringing him back down to the bottom so he can rise again. Yeah, but in that moment when you had him lose, I would have even been more tolerant. Hear me out. I would have even been more tolerant of Cody winning on Sunday night and Brock challenging him yeah. and doing the same no, thing absolutely. and taking the belt on Monday. Yeah, absolutely, than what they did. I would have even been more tolerant of that. Absolutely. What they did is literally the the worst possible scenario in both instances. And you leave. See, I understand that people say, you know, the idea is that you send the fans home happy. For me, I feel like WrestleMania should always be that. That whatever that culmination is. Well Okay, fine. I think there's certain moments where that was a moment where your only option right, was right. to send the fans home happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you don't, you literally just toying with the audience. Right, right. So, that, like, to, to, was, to, hold on, to uh, an example that you brought up they earlier. They burn goodwill with this. It, like, that's the issue. It was, it, this is not The Undertaker losing a Brock to end the streak. Not at all. You see what no, I'm No, 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 it, no, it's, no it's not. This is not, not this is not Cena losing to The Rock. No. This is not Daniel Bryan being denied. This is not. Kofi being denied because of the color, because he was a mid-color. This is none of that. You know why? 
Taker losing to Brock was a part of the elevation to Brock to that mythical status that right. he wanted to have yeah. him as, right? Yes, yes. Daniel Bryan was something that wasn't intended to happen, but they literally could not deny it. It's like, it okay, hey, I'm sensual big so right? much. Cena losing to The right. Rock was, that was a planned, they came up with once in a lifetime, but they knew they were doing two manias back to back with that main event. Right. So that's the difference. That That is the difference. This now is a situation where we have no idea. And it's not, we're not happy about not having any idea. We literally don't know. And when you couple in the sale, when you couple in this, the, uh-huh. the, the stories about Vince being hands-on and creative on Monday night, it's just like, no, where the hell is this going? Yeah. So that, that's why I keep hearkening on the point that Cody losing on Sunday night, the idea of him sitting there now leads me to believe he knew more at that time than we now know now. I felt like in that moment, Agreed. it was mm-hmm. it was communicated to him that, hey, we ain't going to put the belt on you tonight. But in addition to that, this isn't going to be a quick bunk spark to you and Roman in part right. two. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like, this isn't going to be like a Rocky yeah. Apollo thing. This is going to be more so of a, he could be running from you for a period of time, and we might get back to you in a year. We ain't know where the plans are. But this is, and this is my, this is my issue with that approach, right? You lost Cody for a number of months to an injury. Yep. Right, you had him actually recover in time to be a part of this whole process leading up to Mania, coming back into Rumble. You don't know if you're gonna get that again, right? Like it reminds me of like Brandon Roy, right? You have you ah. have things that happen, and you yeah. never know what it. You you never see it fully realized for what it could be, and you you play in with the idea that we can believably build him back up. We can keep fans interested in the build. We can keep everyone healthy oh, so that we can finish know, the yeah, story you never know at SummerSlam yeah. or at Mania yeah, yeah. or at two years from now if they're still trying to build to the Rock versus Roman at next year's Mania. All that stuff you have to take into consideration and be like, wait, what the hell are we doing? Yeah, because now you put yourself into the space where you feel like you have time. You feel like you have the ability to let things breathe. And one thing we know about life, one thing we know about wrestling. Tomorrow, Ian promise. Things don't nope. ever work out like that. No. Ultimate Warrior run around the ring. On a Monday and Tuesday morning, we all woke Dead. up to the news. You see where I'm coming from? These things aren't promised, bro. Right. And I hate to bring it into this. Kobe was at a Laker Nick game on Friday, celebrating the fact that LeBron could potentially pass him by the time the Lakers got on a plane and came down in LA to actually do the game for mm. him. Kobe, Kobe was yeah, gone, bro. Like, yeah. we have to understand this narrative and to treat wrestling fans like that in this space. And I love Roman. I've we've had the conversation. I've now declared him. Yeah, this is even this is, this is not, this is not, it's not a Roman it's not, This, is, no, it's this not. is the point I'm making. What Roman irritated fight. the point even more was him sitting at the press conference, Triple H sitting at the press conference, making the argument of, "Hey, this is a part of a long term story." Monday morning swoops in. Oh yeah, y'all even need to have the time to tell that story no more. So what the hell we do all that for? Right, because mm. now this yeah. could be a thing where this is a this is a dream that's never realized. No pun intended, right? And yeah. that, that would be and that's the, problem. the absolute that's worst. The, name of this podcast. the worst decision. Uh, that's that the name they of this podcast. They get ever made. Um, but that's the thing. I mean, it's it's like I say, it's such a deflating thing because I don't think you've had, I don't think you've had a more natural concluding point to a uh-huh. story since Daniel Bryan and. Versus um, Randy Orton and Batista 10 years ago. Because mm. even Kofi wasn't quite the same, right? And, and I guess, I, 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 think, I think to their point, it's like, 
I t- I take Brian, it. Brian was WrestleMania 30. Kofi was 35. And Cody will be 40. Because 40 is next year. I think that's the that's the dangerous game that they're playing. The funny thing oh, no, about yeah, this is... We've not seen anything like this. And this was before my time. But I've rewatched these segments in the lead-up. I've watched documentary. Well, quote-unquote documentary after documentary on this storyline. This was as close to the mega powers imploding yeah. that we've ever seen. Like the idea the that everybody yeah. was so involved in it, like, oh, he trying to steal his wife. Oh. <laughs> and then for everybody yeah. to buy in for it to happen that way, this is the complete opposite of it. When the mega powers imploded, everybody was excited because Macho Man finally felt what we were feeling that Hogan was trying to snake him. He got to be Da Hogan now. We happy to see this. This is the complete opposite. We wanted the Cody. We wanted Cody to conquer Roman. the mountain. The mountain. Yeah, he I did. Call him the mountain, and he was right he there. And, and for no good reason, that spike that Solo hit the, him. The frustrating thing about that. it, right? Go ahead. It's the match was so good. The match itself was so. It was. It that was, was well. Beautiful. It was well beautiful well story. To, like that was a clear but I, match of the year see, candidate. This, but this is where the, this is where now you have problems pop up, right? And this is where when you make a decision, revisionist history starts to come into play, mm-hmm. right? And so here's the issue that I foresee with how people start to look back at this regime, right? Uh, Everybody's gonna start to point out because it's like we know that this has been happening. But the story has been so good. And you know that you were coming to a point where this, there would be a very logical conclusion to it. But now you know what everybody's going to say is, well, literally every title match that Roman's won, other than the first one, he's won with help. Yep. Right? Yeah. With with some sort of shit. Cody said it too. Like, Cody said it literally every, yeah. every title match. And so yeah. the narrative then changes because now you, you, start, to, you start to have people nitpick at a story that was well told from Roman's return and winning the championship mm-hmm. almost three years ago now up until this WrestleMania. And now all you've done is open the door for people to be like, but what about this? And what about that? I'll, and see, they was doing this and then, yeah. and, and that's the problem. I'll, My thing is the, 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 the interference stuff, I was fine with the KO Sami Usos situation. I was okay with that. I, 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 I ended it, it was it was the solo thing. It was just because oh, you know, okay, in, okay, all right. I, I, I understand you, I that everything makes sense, right? You have solo ejected. You have the Usos come to interfere. You have you have the ref bump. You have the Usos. You have Sammy and KO. And obviously, by having Solo gone, you bring Solo back as the surprise. And how how Roman still wins, right? Mm-hmm. And this is the funny thing, like we were operating in a space where nobody was remember when Cena was on that run, it was like, LOL, Cena wins, right? That was the, that was the running mantra yeah. and joke about it. But it's like, we didn't have that with this, but now these are the, th- the, the type of comments that you're going to start to generate. And I think this is not going to be the good kind of heat that you want to have on your heel champion. This is going to be nuclear go away heat. And it's, it's actually should be aimed towards Vince which in some degree it is, but it's going to so far out Roman. So far it has. So I don't want us yeah, to be linger, uh, linger at this point any much longer because we need to get to the purchase and uh-huh. the Monday night of it all. I just wanted to make this final mention on this. What you said is absolutely correct. This is going to get that nuclear heat, but you're wrong in the sense of who is it, who, who's it going to be on. This isn't going to be on Vince. What happens Monday and from here on out, is going to be on Vince. Mm-hmm. What happened Sunday is now completely on Triple H. On the hands of Triple H. Because oh, yeah. now 
The beauty of wrestling is you always have that next show to correct, to cost mm-hmm. correct, to mm-hmm. fix. But he didn't have it. He's not going to have it. And mm-hmm. you leave yourself with the last yeah, thing you point. did. Yeah. You don't have the means yeah, to, to fix it. Fix it. Finish story and you don't have the means to fix it. But let's get on to the sale in Monday night because I only got a punch air right now. <laughs> so. Uh. As of Monday, the, the news is made official that WWE was sold to Endeavor, who's also the parent company of UFC, and they're going to form this combat sports um, conglomerate that will contain UFC um, and WWE and be valued at, I think, $21 billion was the number that they said. Yes. Um, See, the reporter may yes. go on correct this because uh-huh. it's not technically sold. Endeavor no, no. expanded, and it absorbed Absor- WWE. Yeah. So what Endeavor did is Fair. Endeavor existed yes. prior to, but this new shape of Endeavor, Endeavor is technically a new company. So it's right. going to be retrademark and all of that, mm-hmm. and it's now going to reflect two arms. The two arms being UFC and, and WWE, WWE which gives yeah, this company you, a new evaluation of about twenty-one billion. Mm-hmm. So that 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 that's the correction. Yeah. Fair. Um. So by all indications, the structure, the power structure within WWE is unchanged. Um, so they said. Other than, well, I mean, Vince was already back in that. <laughs> so he said. was already back in that chairman executive role prior to Mania, right? No, he, uh-huh. he just wasn't hands on. He, no, he, he wasn't in the gorilla. Technically, so he, he said. wasn't in the chairmanship uh-huh. role, and this is where this whole process is funny to really dissect and understand. Well, that's true. You're right. He was, he was brought in the back role. under the guise that we're going to allow you to assist this process. And you you're know, not going to be you know what? time, but you're going to be here. I forgot about that very aspect. You see where I'm coming from? Yeah, so I this got, is why yeah, I, I had the argument yesterday in the I, group it, about yeah. what this all means. Yeah, because it's, it's getting clearer now. It, it, it makes you feel like Vince just shafted this entire process. He did. To get what he wanted, and no, now we're Vince, here. Vince he started home scheming this. He, he knew. He knew his op- the opportunity I, was going to arise. I actually, <laughs> I, I, I don't have the energy to have the conversation <laughs> around the sale. Because, like, I, I've seen some reporters, like, I, I I think you would send a clip from the Jim Cornette show where he was talking mm. about some of the questions about the valuation of shares and all of that stuff. But immediately after that, he started talking about how, you know, it'll be great to see WWE move away from all this cartoon stuff and be... I'm like, nigga, we don't what? want WWE to be UFC. No, exactly. UFC and that's the UFC. problem. No, I don't, I don't want problem. WWE to be... I can't believe that's I'm going to get I can't believe I'm going to get to this. I'm not defending Jim Cornette. Oh, God. Okay. okay. But Go ahead. his idea yeah, but in, in the him. sense of arguing that WWE would come more, become more like UFC, there was a portion in a couple of his podcasts prior to the sale. Mm-hmm. Eric Bischoff did a better job of covering it. He's arguing from the standpoint of how WWE stories are now developed. So back in the territory days, you would have such long bill for matches mm-hmm. that it wasn't the oh. Monday Thursday, I mean, Monday, Friday run up where you have, or oh, somebody's going to come in, they're going to do a promo, the next person to come in the next week, do a promo, then the third week, we're going to have a two of them do a face-to-face, but somebody's going to stop them from, mm-hmm. that idea of building a match mm-hmm. is new to this version of WWE. Prior to it, you had guys that, when they set up world title fights, it felt like a mega world title fight, that right. we wanted it, the story to be built out. That's when he said that we want WWE to go back from this cartoonish thing mm-hmm. to a more realistic thing where you actually guy, had guys that had real heat. I uh, Quote-unquote, Bret Hart mm-hmm. and Shawn, Shawn Michaels. Michaels. Mm-hmm. You had yeah, guys right. that had real heat. Stone Cold, Owen Hart. Yeah, Owen Hart you yeah. had these things that really 
develop a story and it wasn't just so much so on script alone. Mm-hmm. So that's what he was talking about. So from that standpoint, I'll defend him from that sense because I agree with that. I'm tired of these ideas where, oh, we're just going to put Bray Wyatt and uh, 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 LA Knight in a feud because we have nothing else for them to do. Uh-huh. So we're going to make yeah. this contrived thing happen to push the storyline along. Right. Mm-hmm. I guess my, my thing is, it's just, I, I guess I feel like because there's been a lot of reports about the morale in the company oh, from, from um, oh, yeah, Sunday night through it. Monday night and all of that. that now, I just feel the same way. As a fan, it's that's just it. like I'm I'm completely down on what's happening. Here we are. Because you had the lamest, mildest, most boring post-Mania Raw, and it, I want to say, showed. in history. No, for real. Like, no, I mean, right. Even before they made post-Mania Raw a thing. Right. Even when, when it was just, okay, it was just another Monday night. <laughs> this is still it, worse. It just happens to be out the video. It's just like, you, no. had, you had no debuts, and I, I like Matt Riddle, but the return that of Matt count. Riddle is, is, is a blip on the radar. In terms and of you felt it before you even knew there, was, there were changes. I like, you knew something was off. Y'all know how I felt during Raw. Right, yes. We had the conversation. Yes. But post Raw, like mm-hmm. rewatching it, reading all the TV leaves, reading the actual stories, reading all the narratives, Don't seeing all it. the podcasts and Don't videos that come out, you can piss me off. This is now up there with one of my favorite post match. I mean, post WrestleMania Raws for this reason and this reason only. We have now come full circle on the Vince point that <laughs> we now understand, like the collective job we had for Cody possibly winning the belt. We now have that collective energy to see one man, one singular man, fade into the abyss. Like, if a news report came out right now that something happened to Vince, God forbid, I think there would be some joy and celebration amongst the wrestling community. Oh, absolutely. Listen because what we, what we experience on Raw, understand this. Uh, go ahead. In the moment of Raw going live, Triple H came out, cut one of the best... I call he it the did. NXT version of a promo. He did. Where he unites the locker room, unites the fan base, and said that everything we're going to see from here on out is going to be epic. We put our hearts and soul into this just for you. We all felt that. To immediately go into Roman, to immediately go into yeah, Cody, double down on the Roman going, decision. going into Brock. And in that process, when you watched it live, your eyes couldn't pick up that. Hold on. This Brock inclusion seemed a little weird. Why is Brock... Interacting. See, we like got this. we got caught. We got caught. First. We got caught at first. So, so like, hold on, whoa, watching it, we just went with it like, oh, this is this is not good. But we so, rolled with it. Funny story. Let me <laughs> tell you how how timing is so interesting. So uh-huh. I missed. I don't know where I was coming from on Monday, but <laughs> I just know that I missed the Triple H portion of the segment. Okay, okay. When I turned on Raw, where it was was Cody definitively getting to the point of asking for a rematch mm-hmm. and the back and forth with Paul Heyman. Right. So, which is why when Brock came out, my immediate thought was, this nigga eating the F5 before the end of the night. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Because I didn't hear the rah-rah speech, I didn't hear the rah-rah speech. I didn't see the continuity of those things. All I saw was when I, like, when I started watching live, it was... Because I had seen the comments about, oh, Triple H just cut this. Like, it was this amazing promo. Uh-huh. Like, all this rah-rah stuff. I didn't see that. So, I didn't have the emotion of it. I just saw it as... So, I saw it without the rose-colored glasses of the Triple H promo. I just saw it as, yeah, that's weird. And this Brock thing would be a problem. Right. So, if, 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 if you, watch it, if you uh, watched it from that perspective, what it came across as is that... Because Paul Heyman said the line. 
But the line was preceded by Cody making a statement about Solo's inclusion. Mm-hmm. So it gave you the idea that the story now was... They're aware. Like, he's Roman, like, Roman right. is not going to be at Bakala. She needs to set up something with Solo Boom. to keep the narrative Boom. going. Mm-hmm. And then Paul hit the line of, well, you need to find somebody that... Wrestle WrestleMania. That yeah. wrestle WrestleMania weekend. And they once they accept they can then go ahead and now that's when i thought roman again so it was, like, was coming out the, and that's when i thought like okay something seems to get the way you phrased that and then when brock came out i think you were a bit ahead on your stream than most of us was in the group yeah. everybody was like trying to predict and you quickly said oh brock and everybody's like what and then that's when everybody oh, yeah. saw yeah. so brock's inclusion was almost like an afterthought from the cody perspective because he what, didn't seem as if he had it at that point. What that they were like expecting the, yeah. us to remember was that at the conclusion of the last title match between Roman and Brock, that the stipulation was... And that's where I want to get to. That he would never be able to fight Roman again. So yes. You, you, you trying to lean that's, into this... And this is the thing, That's right? why... Uh-huh, They're trying to lean into the narrative that this is long-term storytelling, right? Wait, that, hold on. They're not trying to lean into it. That's the point I'm making. Who was in charge of... Uh, who was in charge of development, not development, who was charge of scripting and all that at the time and that that, that was out of there. Vincent Vince. <laughs> SummerSlam was the first pay-per-view that, that Triple yeah. H was in and charge. Right before but that? the build for SummerSlam was already on right, the way yeah. by the time that the, the transition happened. Yes. So the build to SummerSlam was a Vince thing. So, I just means, that, so that means that, what that, well, all of that Monday night, that opening segment was a reminder that you be going back to Vince. No, it was more so of a... This is a at that time, we didn't know. Show again. See, I didn't even no, think that at far. that time, didn't we didn't that know. That's so that's yeah. why I'm saying it happened more so in the standpoint of... No, but retroactively... This is... No, what happened is as the script was playing out, you could actively see Vince rewriting the script if you take everything into consideration and now rewatch Monday Night Raw. Oh, so yeah. you watch Monday Night Raw, you realize... Show the entire show. You know, you know when he said... This out of it. Yes. Oh, no. They just said this in the box. Oh no! When Seth came up you, here under the original script, yeah, we went to a red commercial break, and, and then he's just, he's under just commercial break, conducting the crowd, like under the commercial break, oh, we see ahead. the producers walking up to him and saying da 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 da, da. and then right after him commercial break, like, what? he looked at the crowd and immediately left. So you see these elements, and when you now add it up, you tend to see the storylines that Vince left in place now being re- restored, Thanos style. And everything else that <laughs> no, Triple H are going on, being put to the back burner indirectly. Yeah, you, you either saw it in the wrestler's face or you heard it in their promo. We saw the like, Bobby thing happen live. Bobby has been supposed to move into not prepared for that storyline with somebody else. And all of a <laughs> yeah. sudden, he's having a conversation with uh, Brunson Reed. Bronson, and then yes. Brunson Reed just abruptly ends the conversation. And out of nowhere, Mustafa Ali pop up. What is Mustafa Ali saying? He's just rumbling on about, oh... You're taking a lot of losses, a lot of bad things coming your way. I now feel, that turns into I feel like that man was preparing to get his regular clothes back on. Just like they just talked to him, saying, hey, "You know, we, we need to go." It's like what? <laughs> same thing with Elias. He left Elias. the beanie, left the beanie on. Like, I guess I gotta it's go. The same <laughs> thing with Elias. And almost it was yeah, almost like yeah. Almost wasn't. They said almost was in catering when they called him out to the ring for that match. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. So if you take into consideration all those factors, no, for real. and I you rewatch all of them, I draw. I don't think I've ever even, been so deflated as a wrestling fan. <laughs> even the segment with um, Becky, Lita, and Trish, you can see it on Becky's face. They they had they probably shifted something. It's like I'm not with this at all. Like, so I'm, right, because what I'm was supposed to this. happen, if I remember correctly, the report was there was supposed to be two triple threat matches 
to do to 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 eventually get to a yes. number one contender for Bianca's belt. Belt, right? And what they ended up doing was a tag team match with Raquel Rodriguez what? and and what's her name? Liv. Yeah. Against some, I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. Damage control. Damage control. Damage control to, to crown minus, one, minus baby. Because he thinks we're stupid. Which is. Like, he lives in the zone where he thinks we're stupid. They just literally, during WrestleMania weekend, had a whole tag match with the women. Why are we having a second match on the Monday following? Because you No, no. The team. Like, you're what's going on? You're still accepting the fact that this is some cohesive fucking. This you, is not you, cohesive. This is busy, insane ramblings of a senile 70-something-year-old man. In addition to him thinking that he could just waltz in and basically pick up storylines. And crafted it in it his like, own image. Yeah. Where he left it eight months ago. Like I said... To him, it, it might have been yesterday. This is, well, see, that's the thing. We don't even know... Uh, listen, I the fire Vince needs to work. The, the fire events movement needs I to need work. Them to, to I need them going. to like literally keep shut down SmackDown on Friday it, night, and they going. they need to chant that to high heaven. Keep it going. Wrestlers need to threaten to leave. Like they need to collectively decide we are not doing this until Vince is the, gone. And that's the other thing that's because like, morale is in the trash. People immediately start like, "What well, I'm out." Imme- like, but I mean, it, now was, it, was it seems like I'm out. I I don't think Do so. This. So I'll say this. I didn't think that Asuka's thing on Twitter was an indication of her leaving, but I do think that Bailey's is. No, yeah, I thought Asuka's thing was a it work. Could be, it could be personally, a work, but Bailey, right? Yeah. I, I I think Bailey's done. Yeah. Um, and I think I I just think you're gonna see a lot of people try to move on because morale was in the toilet. Mm-hmm. I think Bray is done. I don't think mm-hmm. we see Bray anymore. I think we've seen the last of Bray. Probably for Evans, WWE, because you can't play this game. Yeah. Like, unless VKM is dead and in the ground, I, I can't see that. Yeah, because the, the other side of that is that a lot of the people there now are people Hunter brought back yeah. that Vince had fired. Yep. So, that, so from their perspective, that has to stay. Yeah. That, that has to stay, especially sucks. considering that, 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 that the day of, they had a talent meeting. And Triple H is showing them like, understand. hey, nothing is changing. I still Everything changed. I'm still trying to understand why Ricardo trained. This is one of his favorite posts. Oh, no. It's one of my oh, favorite oh, yeah, from yeah, the standpoint of being able to see everything after the fact. Oh, and then be, the reporter okay. me wants to look at it and figure out, how do we get in such a... I don't know if we cursing again on these podcasts. How do we get in such a clusterfuck? Like, so quickly. Vince. So, like, to see... Not just Vince. I mean, just to see Vince how all Vince. of this was manipulated so quickly. You gone from just making an appearance on WrestleMania weekend... No, because... To easing your way back No, because to, Vince... Because Vince... This has been Vince's end game. No, you from, know that. He, I know that. From he oh. wiggled his way back in to say he was... He, no, but no, that's the thing. He, he saw, actually he held the, the company hostage. He saw the plans. Y'all... I will not sign off on sale to anyone unless I am involved in the process. That is what he said. See, that, that, because he would oh, then be on, able to on. cherry pick hold a on. company hold that on. would have allow him, to him and allowed him to yes. remain but directly that is, involved. That is on the corporate side. What happened on Monday night was the most clear indication we've ever seen in WWE of what manipulation by Vince looks. On the production side, in real life, in real life, in yeah, real time, not just in real yeah. life. In yeah. real time, this is the, the first time you could actually get an indication from the audience. 
But clearly, Seth was going to do something else. We don't know what happened. Yeah. Clearly, this was supposed to happen, and it didn't happen. So, you see all these narratives Listen, pop up during the show. All I know but is I, think, I, I feel like at the point these, you even have to... AEW stands uh, have a feel. They're oh, no, talking they, they shit they about WWE for the next couple But even, like, even if... I feel like as a person who's been doing this for so many years, you have to know, even if you want to make rewrites, this looks bad from a TV standpoint. Oh, no. See, you don't understand. And this is where the business... and. This is what happened on Monday morning and what happened Monday night worked so perfectly together. Vince got free money on Monday morning. The check hasn't been signed and cleared yet. But in, in, <laughs> in earnest, it's free money. Yeah. he got free money to get his company back. He was paid to take his company back and then literally stick the middle. Foot. And that's why I would brought it at the end of the mic. It's all, so it's all appropriate. It was so <laughs> poetic. That was literally Vince telling us that, oh, y'all thought it was going to be different? Yeah, Screw sure. y'all. Yeah. That, that's that's why I'm when not. you said in the group, oh, Ricardo, sorry, da 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 I was like, nah, I heard. This makes perfect sense. It means what we expected of guys like Brock meaning less uh-huh. and guys like Cody meaning more. We're now in the complete opposite. Yep. Guys yep. like yep. Cody mean a lot less. Guys like Brock mean yep. a lot more. So you're going to see this whole narrative where we move into a space where we're going to see the show take on almost like two faces. So that's why the big question now is, is Vince going to travel for SmackDown? Because then if he travels, then you're going to have a lot of situations where you see talent basically say, well, I don't want nothing to do with it. Mm. Yep. Because you have a script, you have prepared for the script, you go into the script and then two seconds in, somebody comes to top you and show, well, the big man ain't want it like that no more. But Triple H say, no, you understand what they're saying. The big man don't yeah. want it like that no more. Yeah. And yeah. that's what you had it, with it, people like it re- Seth. It reminds me of... I was, the, I was just going to say, that's like, why you I can't get over it. was saying. I can't get over that. Because if it's anybody that took a boxing for us to get the Cody Roman thing, it's it was with Seth Rollins. Yeah. So for him to go yeah. there and enjoy with the fans, yeah. for him to celebrate, yeah. this is what made me realize. And I, I want y'all to take time and understand this. What was Seth commentary doing the promo backstage? I want to hear the fans. Mm-hmm. So it made me believe that he had a segment plan and they restricted him and say, now nah, we're just going to do a quick chat in the bar. Mm-hmm. And Seth called an audible there and was like, no, I want to go to the fans. And he forced his way to the fans. We went to a surprise commercial break. And after the commercial break, we see Seth smile, look at the crowd and then walk up the ring. So that goes to show me that he had a plan. There was, there was a story that was it's going to happen for him that was just pulled from him. After he gave up everything for the WrestleMania weekend, after he took the celebrity match, basically his second time in three years, mm-hmm. yeah, he did all of that, and now y'all denying him the bill to be a part of a bigger storyline. That was said basically saying, "Nah, man, screw this," because y'all ain't making sense. So now you talk about Oscar, you talk about Billy, I'm talking about Seth, because no, if he if you lose Seth and he goes to AEW, everything oh, he gave to Cody coming over, oh boy, you lose, you lose. that, yeah, you lose that, and you probably Big lose, time. you lose two or three times over. Because oh, yeah. Becky's going to go Oh, yeah. And who's been in the news like, more than Becky the last couple of weeks? Telling you is one person who's been in the spot more than Cody. Charlotte just came back and she was like, you know what? I think I'll take a break. I, I understand what's at play here. I mean, it's understand what's lot. at play here. You have somebody like Seth to go through that entire ridiculous stretch the last couple of weeks to now be pulled away from a potential segment to do something on the premise that Vince has a better idea. That better idea is more of Brock. More of Roman, less of you guys. Because we had this argument a few weeks back, the face of the shield back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. guys said it was Dean. Mm-hmm. I said it was more Roman. None of us said it was Seth. Not until what happened with the chair happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see what happened? And that was all in Triple H trying to stare it from. 
post NXT Triple H. Mm-hmm. So now if we have this whole narrative playing out. We losing top tier stars. We ain't losing just like running. Oh around. no! Oh if no! They, yeah. If they lose Seth Rollins, that's the beginning of the of the of the. <laughs> I was uh, let me put part. it this way: if you lose Seth Rollins, and if Cody decides that he's not sticking around for this long term, I, I think you lose Hunter. I think we already lose Hunter. Because, I don't know about y'all, if you sit down at your job one day, not only getting undermined, but all of a sudden it's popped up that you made your preparation, you dotted your I's, you crossed your T's, and you're ready to go. And then the person who's been undermining you for so long just pop up and say, hey, all the hard work you do, good job, we can do it this way. That's the most frustrating thing ever. So imagine doing that after you just gave one of the best... Chief Creative Officer speeches in the history of the business. After you put on one of the best performing WrestleMania weekends in the history of the business. That's the thing. He has the numbers to box so much. Like, so many things. They sold out but LA highest rated in a row. Smackdown shows. Raw. So thing is, even if you, you look at everything, like, viewership was... At all time high. better than it had been. No, it's not an all time well, high. But it was. It's, it's, it's the best that it's been in a long time. Right. They, don't, they don't scratch the surface of attitude error numbers. Yeah. Nobody does. <laughs> um, but it's the best that it's been in a long time. Fair. Morale was up in the locker room. Fan conversations around WWE was positive for an extended period of time for the longest time. Like for the first time in a long time. People were happy to come You've back. literally taken all of that goodwill package yeah. up in a box and sent it back to developmental. Yeah, but you know what? We really should have seen this when Stephanie stepped out, when Vince first came back to help sell the company, and she immediately is like, "Well, <coughs> I'm out. My time is done." Well, no, <laughs> well, it's no. because he, he threw under the bus. He threw under ah, the bus yeah. from the year before. Oh yeah, with the yeah. um, it was the yeah. whole. I think there was yeah. a court case with some other company, and mm-hmm. there was issues over rights of stuff that was on. Um, what they were trying to buy rights for some content that they were trying to put on the network, something along those lines, and. You know, he basically threw her under the bus. His own flesh and blood. Um, in the process of all of that happening, very Vince. Um, you know, Vince convinced. Um, and and that's what happened. And so now, you know, this this is this is this is where we are. This is where we are. I I, I want to go back to happier times. Um, <laughs> yeah. I I want to circle back because I, I I think Ricardo's word probably summed it up the the best. Um. But I, I do want to... I, we've spent an hour on the sad parts of this story. And, and, it's, and um, it sucks because it was such a great WrestleMania weekend. So let's, let's go back to just have some quick hits right? on WrestleMania weekend. Um, what do you think was match of the weekend? Sorry. Before, so give me a top three that, matches. Okay, so before we... I want to say... I got to apologize to God in some sense, right? Don't do it. But in some sense, some sense. It, 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 in regards to the, the Charlotte and the real oh, match. Oh, okay. Right? Good. No, I so, can rock with that. Okay. You, you was going to oh, no, 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 fight. No, 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 no. That happened exactly how we thought. You need to see good things. I, in the sense that I feel as though if the story itself was stronger, Charlotte definitely would have had a case. She definitely had a case. The match, match the match, the match itself was that good of a match to where if the story was stronger, that's the I, thing. I, I, I don't think so. So, here we out. I don't think we had any disagreement over the potential quality of that match. We our conversation was about the quality of the build, 
right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, right? Our conversation was the fact that Charlotte didn't need this part again. But I Bro, she didn't need the belt. She didn't need the belt. I keep saying you can't. She needed win. No, one she needed the belt. She, she, needed, she needed the belt in order to drop it to Rhea so Rhea could get a win. Right. But you can't find me one other female talent that could stand in the spot of Charlotte Flair. Which is, like yo, Charlotte which is Flair. fair. Which is fair because I, I also came in like and you say, could call Becky, right? You could call Bailey. No. You could call uh, Sasha when she was there. You could call Rhea. No, you could call uh, with a girl named from NXT who just came up who was in a tag match the other night. Not Bianca. Yes, you can call Rodriguez. all of them. None of them are gonna deliver like Charlotte hey, Flair in the clutch. I, I came here to give Charlotte no, her flowers, right? That's fine. Because I felt that is definitely a top five match from a female from from the top female wrestlers. Yes, I get. I even say that. And Charlotte is definitely holder of a lot of those. There's only one match I was better yeah, than this weekend. A lot of those. Whoa. There's only it's one match that was better than that match. I was going to say that. That, That's the only match. That's one. Charlotte and Rhea is two. Give me, give me. For the weekend? Yes. Give me a better match that's better than one of those. Okay, why else? How, okay, see, how much does the finish to Roman and, and Cody knock the match down? Like, how, mu- how much do you factor that in? A lot. It's not a lot for me. Like, anyway. even though they went the distance that they went and the match was quality, bro. What them dudes doing that triple threat match is ungodly. No. I was sure we had, a, we had that woman's all match. the expectations for that match, and it and it delivered. If if, so if those guys say. didn't get close to killing themselves, yeah, Charlotte and Rhea would have been the best match of the weekend, in my opinion. Yeah. So 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 let let's do actual. Right. So what was your top three? Three to one. I see triple threat. Is number three? Oh no, it's one. I go on. Oh, three to one. Okay, sorry. All right. Three. <laughs> you, you do, I, you I, do I, the I number one at the end. You give the people some suspense. Goddamn. At least there you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. The suspense is gone. Um, I'd still. I have. Cody versus Roman. That's number three. That's number three. Uh huh. Um, obviously number three. Shot at Rhea, and then the IC triple threat. That's my. That's my. That's my top three right there. There you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. I can't. Not away from I, the tag match. That's, I, that was, I actually that was, can't that disagree. So I, I think I think That's we're right. we're pretty much aligned on that. Um, I see. This is a problem. Like okay, I, this and this is not this is not revisionist history. So uh-huh. I, I think we're in agreement. I think my top three is the same as you guys, which is um, Roman Cody three, um, Charlotte Rhea two, and the IC Triple Threat is number one. Mm-hmm. I think that. I personally was not a fan of the way the Usos, KO, and Sami match played out, right? Um, I parts? think the, 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 the final five to seven minutes, the, basically the conclusion of the match. Mm. So not the actual end, but when they got to the point where... How many super kicks did Sammy take? Oh, that, that's what you mean. And then, the, and then the no, no, the, no, no. The, just the answer the question. A million, I, a million. Okay. I lost count. Well, I mean, so, Jay took a lot of hell of a kicks, dude. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I got three. You. I no, got you. Jay took three. I got you. Jay took three. Yeah. Sammy took. I want to say probably ten individual <laughs> super okay. kicks and five double super kicks, and he kicks out of every pinning could, attempt could, that happened. Could destroy WrestleZania, boy. But, no. <laughs> Understand. We, no, I got you though. I got you. That is finisher spamming. I got you. And I understand that's not their actual finisher. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. that is literally like in, in, in a video that's game, the that's, same, their that's their signature, signature move. Right. And then the splash is the finish, right? 
You <laughs> cannot have somebody take 10, 15. I, Hold on. I was okay. I, Wait, no. That that, that match is still a four for me. That actually I'm, took I'm that took that. so much away from the match for me. Okay, so because it, fair, it, it was a, a fair argument. Why are you young boxing this match? And that's another point I was just gonna make. So we we're in this space now where we oh, take in wrestling as a global spectacle. Yeah, yeah. Young bucks up here, right? When it comes to the tag, the Usos don't get that respect globally. In WWE, they get that respect. Which they should. So Which now they're dog. taking that's the whole premise of. What those guys can do, we can do better. So that's where that element. From I saw it, I was nah, like, I they trying to one up the young bucks right now. I agree with them though. It's not good. That's it doesn't look good, but they are trying to I, one up the young yeah. bucks right now. So for me, you ready for the joke tonight? Oh, go ahead. That would be probably the sixth best match of the weekend for you. Yeah. Um. What do you have for? You know what? Four. I, I can agree to that. So I agree with that. I probably can. I probably I'll can give it to be Anchor and Oscar. Yes. Five, Ray and Dominic. That's Woo! high on my list. I was, I, I had a lot of sauce to put on Dominic. And when Woo! I said in the preview, this is a sleeper. Yeah. You was like, no, was nah, blah blah blah. I was yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think most but of us here were. we are. I think most of us were. Think, uh, no, uh, I well, said, outside of outside I of Alexis. This is a sleeper. outside of Alexis. I said this. I feel like most of us were. I don't understand were. why y'all don't listen to me when. Dominic proved me wrong. Okay. I'd say that. I think that's the biggest thing I took from them. Dominic proved me wrong. I think he is. He, and I was looking at Triple H funny too when he is like, he believes in Dominic to really like be his. I was like, Dominic proved me wrong. He showed that he can, he, he takes, he, he's, he's done a lot of character work. And a lot of growth when it came to this to yes, this gimmick, yes. and his his entering work has also taken That's where he impressed a, a, me the a most. very right. He I had a, I had a lot a I had a lot of issues with his in work. I mean, in ring work, work, yeah, capability in the lead up to this match. But watching him mm-hmm. on Saturday night, it made me realize, like, bro, he brought it. That lucha jeans is a strong thing, but because he is he's way more lanky than most. Lucha wrestlers. He's taller too. But right. That's so to see thing. him be able to yeah. move so nimble. To get around to, you know, do the jumps, do this. Like, I would love to see a match between, and you're going to knock me for this as well. I would love to see a match between him and Tez. Just like a random throwaway match. Like a one-off match. It doesn't have to mean Instant. anything in long-term stories. I mean, right now, it don't because Tez them don't mean nothing. Cause, see, I was going to I was going to touch yeah, on that husband too. At this point. But, but, but Monday himself. night, but anyway, it's, it's whatever. But we can go back to that. He calls I, it on himself. I'm surprised they had Tez take that out. Listen, they just won the whole friggin' tag team, and they, you know what, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> um, six. Well, fair. I think I love to go the same with fair. I may, I may go the same with fair. Make it point, you. I, Mm-hmm. No, 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 I, listen. No, I'm, I'm yeah, basking yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he's, Ray he's soaking in. Being he, 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 he's, he's soaking it in right now. He's soaking it in. Oh, Drink it in, that, man. That, looks, that sounds about right. Top five wives, that sounds. And then you had uh, you had Thingamus Six, the Usos and Sami and Kel. Yeah, six. Okay. I like, well, no, I like, I'd flipped on I'd flipped on the Usos. I had way too much expectations for that match for that match to end the way it did. I'm never gonna spell I'm never gonna though. celebrate the AEW way of doing tag matches. Just my <laughs> chaos and Finishes like that's not that's gonna you know like, you know for some reason yeah, that's, what the, that's what the you, people want. You for act like it was a it was a, a tornado tag. Yeah, 
yeah. at the end of the match where everybody just in the match and it's everybody do whatever the frick they want. Straight chaos. And it, it, that's, that's just... It. That's it. So when you were telling such a beautiful story prior to it, yeah, I, I get yeah. it. Yeah, so, like, okay, so that, to well. me, there was no it, took, it took me out mm-hmm. of the story altogether. Yeah. Because to me, once you do that once or twice, and I think they put KO through the table, yeah. I'm like, okay, so they lose in this match. Mm-hmm. Bloodline's retaining, Roman's going to lose Sunday night, and we get that inch. That, no, that's where my brain went. You do? But when it came to, like, they, they ran that angle, like, six friggin' times, and I'm like, yeah, I'm out of this match now. Yeah. Like, even even the 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 what was supposed to be the culmination with Sammy and the three Huluva kicks, uh-huh. like, it, the end of the match didn't do anything for me because that literally took me out of the story. It took me out of the match, and I'm just like, what it. am I watching? This is not, it wasn't it for me. No, I it spoiled that. the match for me, personally. And I, I, I hate, I don't want it to be like, oh, you just this anti-AEW, whatever, but it's just like, no, some things just, look, I've, listen, I've watched a lot of AEW matches, and, I'm, and I look at it and be like, that's just don't work. Like, y'all just doing it for the sake of doing it, and the shock value, and to be just anti-WWE in terms of what they do. Like, right. this just makes no sense. And that's turn one of those wrong, things. Like, that makes quickly. no sense. Like, you diminish what the super right. kick is. Life like, is you, you diminish the... Like, it does. It really does. Come it comes super fast. But yeah, like, not you diminishing what the super kick is. Like, this is supposed to be... that. So it's no... It does, it's not believable See, that... You, 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 you can go and fart around uh-huh. with the super kick in AEW. You can fart around with it in yeah. New Japan. And, I haven't do it that much still. And, so. and, 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 and I know... I know Ricardo going to look at me sideways, but you cannot fart around with Sweet Chin music in the friggin' WWE. No, you can't. I, I, I can't. No, it means something. When we get in these kind of conversations, I automatically know where you're going because of the Sean element. That's like taking I automatically know where you're going. That's how I start to feel about everybody in the Grammy using the stunner. It's like, when did this become a normal move that people just emulate? Like, that should be going on to one guy in every generation. Yes. I now, all of a sudden, everybody has used the stunner. Who else is using the stunner? Like, two dudes in NXT. Yeah, two dudes in NXT, dude. For oh, no wow. reason. Like, that and should, they do it like this weird. That I jump in the ring room over stunner. And, and I'm like, and with what? Go, with, um, KO. That's it. Like, that's it. I was even mad when KO get it because he didn't need it. First of all, that was too mad. No, no. I mean, I, yes, I, yes I, no. I'm mad at yes because no. the Papa Power Bomb is a damn good finish. He didn't need the stunner. You know how they start to feel about the power His bomb. finisher... No. You know how they scared. No, but the point <laughs> of how he was doing a it regular does. power yeah. bomb... It does. Like, it the... It was. It was. It was. It was. I don't know why y'all getting into the... I better get dead petty. I don't know why y'all getting into the weeds of this. The new executive team is not about getting into the weeds of things. Can we just gloss over this and move on? We had a decent weekend. We got to have a decent week. AEW on is, is on in about a couple of minutes. Yeah, only for Tony Khan to make the announcement that they're probably doing more stuff with New Japan. And I can be honest with you, who cares? Who cares? I kind of care. I, I watch a lot of New Japan it, now since I Yeah, but it's like so you already... So that's, that's the, the only thing, you know. That's the only thing. It's they about, the, if yeah. they have some yeah. more ingrained interconnectedness... That's no more belts. I'm starting to get confused. No, 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 no. That's no, the no. no who there's, there's that, gonna no, be yeah. no, no. There's gonna be more New Japan belts defended on AEW. You know how much belts New Japan now? Play. You know how much you know belts AEW. AEW. Don't make no sense, bro. Second, the belts of New Japan. It don't make no sense. It don't make no sense. No, no. You gotta understand. No, no. Ricardo, Ricardo, Ricardo. They have all of the friggin' Ring of Honor belts plus the AEW belts. 
And they've already defended some New Japan belts on AEW television. Uh-huh. If you're going to further ingratiate um, and, and integrate your your two companies, right? DNA belts. They have some DNA belts, too. They do not have TNA belts. They, they get the DNA belts. Watch. Just wait They get the <laughs> DNA belts. I hate you. But listen, I, I and I made this joke. And I the AEW stands always get mad at me. But I made this joke in the wrestling chat today. <laughs> and I'm like, y'all realize every episode of every AEW um, program is now going to be Clash of the Champions. Because they have so many titles that you just cannot have a match without defending a title. It is true. I just mad at you realize that you need that because everybody, every match is built around a stable now and built around at least two belts. So if you don't defend the belts or if you don't have a stable clash, then what are you doing on the show? There's no definitive story. And you know what that tells me? And this is is why I have to laugh at people. It tells me that your booker cannot book outside of titles. It's the only thing he knows how to try and make make sense of. Yeah, because y'all argue it a lot. Like, He's the definitive casual fan that got a promotion, and this is what we get. He's not Triple H. Nope. I hate to admit it. He's not even Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon is only doing this nonsense because no, 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 he's old no, no, no. as hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like young Vince McMahon. So we still had that. Yeah. Late forties, early fifties yeah. Vince. He was wild enough. Yeah, he could put together. Good, oh, yeah. He could put together a, a good card. But this attitude era Vince was. Sometimes it's hard to believe. Top notch. To see in person. Well, I, I can't. I can't. But you had Russo. I just like want to say he had Russo. He had coming down to the end. Paul. He had coming down to the end. Even Jim was there for a while for a cup of tea to do some. Quality yeah. stuff. So he he had some good guys with him, and then you of course had Dusty and all of that. So, but that's my issue. Tony has not pulled in anybody with sense to be who, able. Who can to... he pull it? That's the issue. That's the issue. When you step into a when, business, when that we is, when we see that graphic, when we see that graphic, that who, who could you require that now? Paul Levesque is all he needs. But look here, if I'd he if he, my, if he get triple H, if he get triple, I wouldn't be sick to my stomach because. After Monday night, I, I was fully in the mode of Googling richest man in the world to see who could just give Triple H like $2 billion and say, <laughs> go start your own. Go start your own. I, I just, I ready to, you know, like, I'll be off of that. I want to mend the fences and put them in the room together to make that happen because for all the love I had for Triple H as a wrestler, all the hatred I had for him as a wrestler, there's, there's nobody, and I said this in a the group, there's nobody yeah. more passionate about the development of Alpha, wrestling than Alpha, Triple H. Alpha H. Alpha H. And to see him go through this nonsense for absolutely no reason, because Vince McMahon decided to buy all the dye in the store and show up to the event this weekend, everything got a wallow, that makes no sense to me. At some point, we got to talk about the mustache. Dude, brown dude. No, no, but the dude, no, he literally, he literally decided he was going to make himself the ultimate villain. Dude grew a mustache and dyed his hair. Like, he looks like... A cartoon <laughs> villain, like listen, he literally looks like a villain, bro. I've been laughing. All, he saw the news that Trump week. was getting arrested this week, and he was like, "Oh, I'm beat about me at to it. Die. It's not gonna beat me at it. I will show up. You show up to New York. I'll show up to LA. You go night for night." But yeah, I've 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 moved out of this weekend, and I've resolved in the point that maybe this is for the best in the standpoint of that's a whole boy. No, not from just the WWE perspective. From the Endeavor perspective. I'm going to look at it as what it is. Alexis made this point to me, you know, last week or the week before. We have to get used to the idea that corporations run the world. 
And in order for you to survive and in order for you to exist, you have to attach yourself to a corporation that is moving in a direction that is somewhat allowing you to exist. And this is the only way the WWE could exist beyond Vince. Because if he died and he left us just to a board of directors, it would have been complete chaos. So at least at this point, he's sold it or he's allowed it to merge. He's the biggest shareholder in this new company technically. But at some point, he is going to pass on. And it's going to be in better hands. And it's going to be a collective decision and not just a small room full of people. And I'm okay with that. We just have to go through this period of time. We're always going to have love for wrestling. But we have to go through this period of time. And hopefully it is shorter than we all expect. We all, we all have a love for wrestling. But I think I, think I need to pull a Charlotte Flair. Sometimes you need a break. Find your little Mexican somebody and do what you got to do. Uh, <laughs> That's what she said. She told them I have a Latino man of my own. Y'all don't respect the queer. Y'all don't respect the queer. Y'all don't respect the queer. You know, oh I, I appreciate that you've come to the point where the next Brock Lesnar in WWE is Charlotte Flip, who literally says, I here for the championship run, and then I taking a break. And when y'all niggas oh, ready to put a title back you know, on me and get me closer almost... to my daddy, to my daddy, my daddy record. Y'all call me back. I think she I was there. I was there. I said in my ties. No, see, y'all gotta I, stop. I, I laughed pretty hard when Paul said that. Y'all gotta stop. Y'all <laughs> gotta stop. No, she's gonna show up at SummerSlam. No, y'all gotta stop. No, Why I said it right? Why I said it? No, I lied. She's actually gonna show up at Money in the Bank, win it, and then cash in on whoever. Y'all gotta stop. Pretty much. Y'all can't like she comes there and demands these things. No, no. They need she, her she, to do this. No, no. That's like you looking at AEW. I'm not talking about that. You know, I'm just saying that. Bro. They know Bro. that when they call her back, yes, they call her back to give her a right. title right. run, and right. she knows it. <laughs> so she's gonna so, show up at Money in the Bank oh in God. London, London, right? So you only got yes. that. Yes. She's gonna show up at Money in the Bank <laughs> yeah. in London. She's gonna win the Money in the Bank contract. Give me something. No, no, I, I'm not saying no. it as though I'm upset with it. This is something that I've come to That's grips all with. Would. So Charlotte's right? like, so, oh, you only got nothing for me to do? Yeah, okay, so I'm, I'm going to take a way. break. I'm going to go. What do you want she's me to do? She's going to go enjoy some Latino Yo, heat. Love do. She's going to have some oh, Bahama Farmers. She's going to have. We can't say that on this like this. The Guerrero family is going through a tumultuous time. Oh, no. You can't, <laughs> say, you can't say Latino heat. Can't say that. <laughs> can't say that. <laughs> Well, I guess it's, such a, it's, it's taking such far left turns. So make sure we are brand right now. You can't say that. But she she's going to go and have, have herself some Mai Tais on the beach. Yeah. And she go show back up with Money in the Bank. She's going to win the contract. You know what would have been better that you said? She's going to establish the new Latin world order. I mean, yeah. Ray tried to, you know, put it back together. But no, but that's the thing. The LWO she's was the real LWO. Bad Bunny was supposed to be the newest member of the at, on Monday night. But that was also scrapped because of who? Vincent Kennedy, we want he got a feud with Dom now. Puerto Rico could be lit. I hope it's not like the last time any wrestling promotion went to Puerto Rico. But... Who died? Bruiser. Okay. I just I just assumed it was a story where somebody died. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I that that's why a lot of people just avoided all of that. And now to see it come full circle, I'm just iffy about the whole I'm not saying that Puerto Rico is <laughs> I would say I would like place. <laughs> all I'm saying is if if Puerto Rico could get uh, an event we could get we could get we an event we, we need to we need yeah. to put an event in the stadium you just see the dudes that they say the stadium for you only focus you only focus they just tell you we're 30 million dollars behind getting the stadium where it need to be be hosting Carifto Carifto. Carifto. in a stadium that is fair in two days in terms of its 
structural soundness right now and you want to host a double too much negative things going on with that but you don't put them in that stadium please please i just saying though i mean we've 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 come to the we've come to the end of another wrestlemania season i think this 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 is the most depressing post wrestlemania part that we've ever done but don't have no fear though i mean by the time he post this vince probably will rewrite the script and this could sound completely different could be positive by then. That's what he does, you know, midway. Or God could rewrite the he script. Give, hey, listen, that's it. He, he wants fuck God, so. Yeah. End of podcast. As always. Why are you never happen? As always, we ask. <laughs> I can't even, man. Ah, as always, we ask you, we invite you to like, comment, subscribe, and share, and... and I don't know when we can see y'all again. Yeah.